This is a Capricorn FM podcast. It's now time for the Holland Financial Feature, offering you practical solutions on how you can become financially fit for free. It's an absolutely beautiful day, but it's also kind of bittersweet. You know, we're having the very last conversation uh, on the Holland Financial Literacy Feature, which is an educational campaign we've been having for the past couple of uh, weeks. Well, a couple, I think, is an understatement. It's been about 20 weeks. And what we've been doing throughout this time is empowering you and I with financial education. Today, we are joined yet again by uh, the head of corporate finance at Hollard. His name is Graham Young and we are talking about retirement. Perhaps one of the most important conversations that uh, we should be having right now as the future senior citizens. Graham is joining us on the line. Good morning, Graham. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me and um, a huge welcome to all the listeners and, and thanks for, for tuning in. Sure. I think today's conversation is one that, you know, I, I've always been saying when, when it comes to retirement, uh, it's something that we need to, taught, to be taught while we're still even in varsity so that when we start working, it's something at the top of our heads, uh, something that is very, very important. But first, let's understand it. What is retirement and what does it mean to retire? 100% Sarkani, I think uh, we, we make a mistake of only jumping into this, you know, later in life and, and potential to the blight. Yeah. But retirement effectively just means um, when you permanently leave the workforce. Um, so typically that's when you've reached a certain age um, in South Africa that's mm. you know, between 63 and 65. Uh, or if you are ill, um, too ill to work um, and you're infirm, you can be um, put off for early retirement. Yeah. Um, through disability or illness. But typically, you know, retirement, we're looking at a time when you no longer choose not to work um, and you hopefully enjoy your golden years, um, you know, doing what you want to do, lying on a beach or traveling or whatever that dream in your head is. Yeah. So, so why is it then important to start planning for retirement? Like, just, uh, I think the first thing is just to highlight a few very scary stats in South Africa. Okay. So the first one is including all the current pensioners, there are only one in three adults in South Africa that have some sort of pension plan. Yeah. Um, of those people who are already on pension, 61% of them cannot come out every month on the money that they're getting from their pension. So they're having to rely on family um, or the government to, to help them out. So that's quite scary. Yeah. And then the last one is all of us who currently have pension provisions or are contributing to a pension plan, more than 50% of us are only expected to pull out 20% of our existing salaries. What, what I mean by that is if you're currently earning 10,000 rand a month, yeah. more than 50% of us will only get 2,000 rand a month out of our pensions. Sure. Uh, and that's for me is quite a scary thing. So yes, the, the reason why it's important to talk about retirement and to plan for retirement mm. is that we have a history in South Africa of not saving, um, and we've dealt with that in previous episodes. And saving for retirement is even worse. So so one of the things that we need to think about when um, considering retirement and planning for retirement, even when we, you know, as you mentioned, coming out of varsity and starting our first jobs, is if we don't, here's a couple of scenarios. One, um, you know, we then dependent on the government. Yeah. Um, and as we know, the government um, social security for an old age uh, pension is only 1,890 rand. That doesn't get you very far. Um, and, and if you're a 25-year-old today, 
you're only going to be eligible in 40 years' time for that. And, and who knows um, whether as a country can afford to pay old age pensions, whether we'll have the money or not. Mm. You know, things can change. 40 years is a long time. So, sure. so rather be reliant on yourself than reliant on the government. That's the first thing. Yeah. The second thing is most of your listeners are probably in the same predicament um, as a lot of people in the country where, you know, you're raising your own children and at the same time you're supporting your parents. Yeah. You know, or extended family, either by you know sending money home or by um, them living with you, and you having to then pay for for um, their living expenses as well. Uh, kind of known as the sandwich generation, where you are in the middle of you know your children as dependent on you, and now your parents dependent you know are dependent on you. And and think about you know, do you want to be dependent on your kids to support you? I mean, yes, you love them, yeah. But when they, when they're older, are they going to love you? <laughs> enough to pay for you that's always a scary thought for me you know yeah <laughs> I, I don't want to rely on them um just i mean i know they love me but yeah. you know, things can change yeah um so that's the one thing the, the last couple is just um with the medical advances um and people living longer mm. we have many more years now than we have in the past where we will be in these um years of retirement post the age of 65 so we have longer to live, which means we need more money to support us um, for that longer life. Mm. Obviously, costs of you know medical aid and, and uh, medical care is also going up. Um, and if we want to be able to provide for the increased medical care that we need as our bodies start to fail us, you know, we need the, those funds. And then obviously the last thing, we all know every year the price of goods go up, food goes, yeah. up, goes up, you know. And so we need to make provision that when we're no longer earning money, and earning salaries that we have sufficient to to help us out. Sure. And and what does it matter then when we start preparing? It's a great question, Stefani. I mean, obviously, you know, the younger is always the better. You know, um, mm. it's never too early to start. So, so my advice is, if you uh, ideally in the perfect world, when you start your first job and you get your first paycheck, that's when you should start preparing for uh, saving for retirement. You should start putting away for retirement. Obviously, that's not um, you know everyone's um, experience. So you might have some of your listeners who are a little bit older and haven't prepared properly or planned properly. Um, and my answer to that is never too late. So never too early and never too late to start um, paying money towards your retirement and putting money aside. Um, but definitely, the earlier the one starts the process, the better. Uh, we've spoken in previous episodes around savings, yeah. around this magic concept called compound interest. Mm-hmm. And if you, just in our example of if you're a 25-year-old and you're only going to retire at age 65, that's 40 years of a working life that you have. Assuming that you're employed and, and you put money aside, you will be comfortable in retirement because you've saved for, for, 20, uh, for 40 years. Um, and if you put enough away, the money would have grown and it interest on interest would have just compounded. So mm. to answer your question, um, two key points. It's never too late or too early, but the earlier the better. And every little bit that you put away helps. Sure. So, Sonal, can you give our listeners some tips on how to set goals for, for their retirement and get started on their planning? 100% for the, the main thing, I mean, planning for retirement is a bit like putting a savings goal in place. Mm. Um, and we uh, remember from the savings module where you had short-term, medium-term, and long-term goals. Uh, retirement planning is a really long-term goal, um, and you need to to plan that this money is not money that you're going to touch 
because, you know, the geyser's burst and you need to pay for a new yeah. geyser or you've had an accident and you weren't insured and now you need to pay the, the motor car. That, that's not what this money is for. This money is for where you're physically no longer working and you're reliant on it. So if you're in a formal job um, and you're working, say, in the government, so as a, let's take a policeman or a nurse or a teacher yeah. or a municipality, you know, you would be contributing already to a pension plan. If you're working for a larger corporate, they would have a pension or province plan in place, which is great. So, you know, kind of a forced saving already happening, which is which is great. So I wouldn't, you know, then you need to just look at is it sufficient. If you're not working uh, in a company or uh, formally that has a pension plan, then you need to sit down and look at what is what you want in retirement, what type of lifestyle. Um, do you need to be, you know, living on your farm? Do you need to be, you know, at the coast, sipping yeah. cocktails? What do you want? <laughs> and then try and estimate what is it going to cost to to support that lifestyle. Once you have that and this long-term vision in, in your mind, then you need to take action, and that action is right now. And for Connie, maybe I can just, and I don't want to sound preachy, okay. <laughs> but we are... Um, you know, we're free to choose our actions, but we're not free to choose the consequences of those actions. Oh, yeah. And with retirement planning, if we choose to put money aside and not to touch it, mm. we will have massive, massive magnified benefits. But if we, you know, every time we change a job, we take the money out and we use yeah. it, it will hurt us at the end when we come to retire. So, so think about the long-term plan and stick to that, that long-term goal. And we continue with the Hollard Financial Literacy feature, which is a part of the Hollard Streetwise Finance uh, or Financial Literacy Program. And uh, we're having a conversation today about retirement. It's been an absolutely enlightening couple of uh, minutes that we've been having, learning a little bit more. Graham is joining us yet again to continue with this uh, conversation. Graham, we are just about to wrap it up. But earlier, you mentioned that there are financial products that are available that can assist in preparing for retirement. Can you give us more details? detail on, on those? Yeah, 100%, Kikani. But just before I mention the specific products, I think just to answer um, maybe some people's questions in their heads around, well, how much is uh, the you know the ideal amount uh, that they need to save for retirement? Yeah. Uh, what's the right kind of number? Um, so, the, so the rule of thumbs that, that they your listeners can work on is Effectively, 15 times your annual salary um, is what you should have at retirement. So what does that mean? If you're earning 5,000 rand a month, you Mm -hmm. times that by 12 and then by by 15. So 5,000 rand a month salary now, when you retire, you should have 900,000 rand saved up. Um, Or another way to look at it that some financial advisors uh, suggest is that your last paycheck, you should have saved 300 times that. Now, that kind of can play with your mind a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> to make it a little bit simpler, okay. for every million rand that you have saved up at retirement, you can expect to earn about 5,000 rand a month in a pension. What? 5,000? 5,000 a month in pension, yeah, for poverty sure. to, to carry you for all those years that you're going to be retired. So how do you build up that pension? I think that's a key question yeah. as well. Um, and how much should you be putting aside every month when, you, when you're working? The, the golden rule is at least 15% of your salary should go into retirement savings. Okay. Um, and we're going to talk about, you know, what those products are now. But what does that mean effectively? Well, well, 15% of every single paycheck that you earn, 
should go either into your company pension or provident fund, mm-hmm. or if they don't have, then you should be putting aside into one of the other products we're going to talk about now. Yeah. Um, and then obviously that compounding over 40 years of working career will build mm-hmm. up this nice nest egg that when you do retire, you can be comfortable um, and hopefully it will be far more than one million rand and you can you know live the soft life. <laughs> but but to come back to your actual question that you asked around what what, what type of products um, yeah. can help you get that that life? Um, so so obviously the basic products would be your normal savings type accounts that you can get at the bank, um, which are great. You know you put money aside and uh, there's interest on that money. The big danger with a savings account is that you know there's always other pressing issues that come up that you need yeah. to use money for and so that's the danger that you access those funds for something not retirement related and then the money's gone yeah another one would be unit trusts where the money is invested across the spectrum of of different assets um and we're not going to go into that but your interest or your return there could be slightly higher than a bank account um and if you put it in for long enough you will do really well in in unit trusts or exchange traded okay. funds okay uh, again, the challenge there is that you can cash them out with no consequences um, from a retirement point of view, um, and the yeah, other money could be gone. So, sure. so those are great for maybe more your medium term to long term, yeah. but maybe not retirement. Specific retirement options, um, as I mentioned, if you're working for an organisation that has a pension fund, whether it's the government or um, you know a hospital or a school or whatever. They'll have a pension fund in place and or a program fund in place, and you will contribute to those those funds and the way you go. If you don't, the other option as an individual is you could contribute to retirement annuity. Okay. So now those concepts might be a little bit foreign, but it, they're really simple: a pension fund, a program fund, and a retirement annuity all work the same way while you while you're working. You contribute every month. Um, a month comes off your salary, goes into those funds, or if you're, you know, you've got your own business, you contribute to a retirement annuity, and you get a tax benefit okay. whilst you're busy saving. Because the government wants South Africans to save; they yeah. don't want to have, you know, lots of people on social uh, grants at the end of their working lives. So they want us to save, and they give us this tax incentive while we while we're working. So, so the money gets contributed. Um, when you retire, though, things are a little bit different depending on which product you're in. If you're working um, in the government and um, some of the uh, big corporates, you might have a pension fund which works slightly different. The pension fund, uh, the old school pension funds, pay you a percentage of your final salary, and it's dependent on you know how many years service you've got. Yeah. Um, so if you work there all your life, you know you'll get up to 75% of your last salary, and then it will escalate by inflation until you die. Okay. But for most of us, we probably have um, what is called a provident fund, uh, and there, when you retire, you will get a a lump sum paid out to you. Um, And that lump sum has to be invested in two ways. So you can keep one-third in cash and obviously pay the tax on that, and have that cash to maybe settle a bond or do what you want with it. But two thirds has to go into um, a pension plan. Uh, and that's now after retirement, you have to buy either a living annuity or a life annuity. And those are similar but different. Mm. <laughs> same, same, but different. Um, 
So very quickly, a living annuity um, for the listeners who might be closer to retirement where this might be interesting is you have control over how much money you take out, okay. but you also then control the risk. Um, so for instance, if you take too much out and you choose your monthly payout to be higher than kind of what the fund is achieving, you will deplete your money very quickly. Sure. So ideally, you should only be withdrawing, you know, 2 to 3% of the fund value. Okay. Um, if you draw more than that, you chances are that you will run out of money. So that's a living annuity. If you die, the money can go to your beneficiaries. Yeah. So your dependents. A life annuity, on the other hand, is bought from a life company, a life insurance company, and they take the risk then. So they tell you for every 100,000 rand that you invest, you will get... X amount back, say 7,000 rand a month or, you know, 2,000 rand a month, whatever the number is. And for the rest of your life, even if you live until you're 120, you will get that pension um, for the rest of your life. So very different. And what I suggest to any of your listeners who might be, you know, a bit confused um, about all these terms and these different products, go and talk to your bank, go and talk to a a broker, um, a life broker, um, or an, a financial advisor, get professional advice. I mean, this can be a big sum of money and it can affect you materially. So go and spend the time and um, and don't necessarily accept the first thing that you hear. You know, even mm. speak to two or three different advisors. You know, look for a trusted brand um, and then follow that advice. Sure. Graham, thank you so, so much for this uh, incredible food for thought that you've given us. Thank you so much for um, the couple of uh, Wednesdays that you've, you know, spared us a couple of minutes from your time, from your morning uh, to, to give us such great information, such great food uh, that is going to prosper us in our, in, our, in our years to come when it comes to savings that we've spoken about now, this retirement uh, conversation, which was absolutely amazing. Thank you so much, Graham. We really do appreciate you. Hey, thank you so much for having my show. I really enjoyed it and I hope your listeners have found some value. Thank you so much, Graham. Do stay well. Have a good one. Bye-bye. There you have it, man. We have come to the end of another exciting episode. We've been having a lot of these lately. It is uh, courtesy of Hollard Financial Education Series. It was packed with a lot of information, practical ideas that we can use uh, that are easy to implement as well uh, for our financial lives. And they say time flies when you're having fun and you're learning a lot. Uh, thank you so, so much to Graham Young, who is the head of corporate finance at Hollard uh, for the past couple of minutes of learning. Um, we definitely did learn learn quite a lot and as I said in the beginning of this episode it's the last one but I also still have one last 1,500 rand for a listener who provides the correct answer to a multiple choice based question uh, on today's topic and you can enter the competition via WhatsApp or our website all you need to do is WhatsApp us the correct answer followed by your name and make sure to use the hashtag Hollard so that we can find your answer that WhatsApp number is 079 alternatively you can also go to our website, click on competitions, then go to the Holland Financial Literacy Competition and answer the same multiple choice based question. Uh, for, it's based on this week's episode and the conversation. And just like that, you stand yourself a chance of that uh, 1,500 Rand being yours. Uh, the terms and conditions are also available on our website. So here's today's question, right? The question says, when I start planning for my retirement... I do not have to prepare for retirement. That's option one. 
Option two is just before I decide to retire. Option three is it is never too early or too late to prepare for your retirement. And again, it says, when can I start planning for my retirement? That is the question. You've got three options. I do not have to prepare for my, for my retirement. Option two says, just before I decide to, tire, to retire. Option three says, it is never too early or too late to prepare for retirement. Make sure that you send through your answers to 079-899-6226. Uh, forward them to us, of course. Make sure that your hashtag is there. Hashtag Hollard and your name. Or you can log on to capricornfm.co.za. Click on Hollard Financial Literacy Competition page uh, and enter your competition there. T's and C's apply. Winners will be announced next week, Wednesday, on this very show. So make sure that uh, you do put yourself in the running. Today is the final episode of the Hollard Financial Literacy feature. This has been an absolutely amazing educational and empowering experience over the last 20 weeks if you have more information or more financial literacy question uh, visit the uh, the Hollard Streetwise finance website uh, for more free education content free downloads data free learning and for more information on this program the Hollard financial feature on the tailored experience brought to you by Hollard in partnership with Limpopo's hottest frequency That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.